What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Ghost in the Shell spoiler cast. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a, a shorter one here, uh, but we recently saw the film. Uh, we want to talk about it with you here today. Uh, so with me, the two-ton Trev. What's up, Trev? We better hurry this up. I got chicken wings in front of me. Like, I got to eat these. Hold your horses, mister. They'll be there when you're ready. Get in my belly. <laughs> Get in my belly, you wing. <laughs> Also with me, Mr. Jeff Pavlak. Yo. Not two ton. And I am... No, <laughs> not even close. Regular ton, Josiah Leroy. <laughs> so we just saw Ghost in the Shell uh, this past weekend. Actually, uh, two nights ago. And uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about it. A little bit underwhelming on the well-monitor scale uh, from Seth Zielinski. Anyway, uh, what would you guys think overall of the movie? Uh, give me Just give me your first impressions. I mean, mildly lukewarm whelmed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was really entertaining, but I haven't seen the original yet. I, uh, so. I, I reviewed it for us. I gave it a 6.75. Uh, yeah. And I saw a, a good chunk of the original 95 film, the source material. I thought that for what it's worth, the big screen adaptation for an anime film like that, they did a good job mm-hmm. uh, bringing it there, keeping the pacing the same relatively rooted in that source material um this is probably a new ip to a lot of people ghost in the shell goes back quite a ways actually originates from 1989 that's right people don't know about it though and we just hit the big screen so for what it's worth i like the success there um there was a lot i thought that was lacking there were some things to really like quick update on the uh, box office it is only uh, we're on the third day. It's seven point seven million dollars in. Oh, not... uh, budget of one hundred and ten million, and uh, that's, that's doing good. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's doing doing real good. It's tracking for uh, uh, twenty million by the the time the weekend's over. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Yeah. So <laughs> not not doing great, and I don't think word of mouth is going to help this movie too much. No. Uh, so, our theater was not packed at all, by the way. <laughs> no, there was maybe, like, 30 people. Less than that. I don't even... Yeah, like, our row was eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we made people. up a majority of the people there, if that We're means We're the majority everything. of that 7.7 7 million. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, what... Jeff, you saw the, the original yeah. and the series after. There are multiple iterations. Yes. So, uh, a uh, episodic series, another movie... Well, there's the original from 1995. They made a sequel movie to that. There are two 26-episode animated series, um, another feature-length movie, and then within the last couple of years, there was a um, limited series. I believe it was five 50-minute episodes that came out. I have not seen that most recent series. Um, this movie took bits and pieces from all the, uh, the different stories and series that Ghost in the Shell has done. However, it did most closely follow the original 1995 movie. Um, as much as I love the original 1995 movie, I would say that's maybe one of my least favorite stories that's been the Ghost in the Shell franchise. Um, I prefer the two animated series, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex and Ghost in the Shell Second Gig to the movie. So maybe that's why I wasn't too hot on this big screen adaptation. So you've got uh, quite the bit of experience when it comes to this. Uh, Trevor, not not so much, right? Yeah, like like I said, I haven't really seen any of them. Um, I'm definitely planning on it because this uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to see it is because I've always wanted to like have a a, a springboard into um, anime, whether it be Ghost in the Shell or any other real franchises. So um, Ghost in the Shell being as big as it is with a lot of people that I know, um, 
going to see the movie was you know a springboard into going to see or getting getting myself interested in the other series i was hoping that would be for me too yeah and i like i said i don't think it was really that bad from my point of view um i like i said i haven't seen the other ones but um now i can't wait to like compare this to all the different series absolutely um public what did what did you like about it if anything Sure. Um, I mean, the, you know, visually, it's astounding. Um, regardless of what you feel about the story, the characters, yada yada, I think the visuals in the movie are fantastic. The yeah. city looks great. That was one of my yeah. favorite parts, just seeing like all the um, animations of the advertisements that were in the in the city. It was mm-hmm. really really awesome. Yeah, the city looks incredible. Um, regard whether it's you know down on the streets, whether it's from the rooftops of a skyscraper, whether it's on you know the boat in the harbor, or, sorry, the canal that. Um, the major and Bato are on one night. Um, the, the the shot where the major is swimming underwater with the jellyfish and the large fish, it looks like beautiful. Just the colors, mm-hmm. um, like that. Almost peaceful. Know, yeah, that bioluminescence from the creatures underwater. It looks amazing. And it's, al- it's almost like ethereal. It's like it's almost like dreamlike. And that's something that you see a lot of in the, uh, in the source material. A lot of just real... Um, otherworldly imagery um like i said dreamlike sequences it's a very very you know strange probably isn't the right word to describe it but it's a very very um eccentric series so i I wrote in my review for it uh, which was my 300th written post by the way which is crazy to me that in less than four years i've gotten to that point but hey this is just the beginning of the geekiverse right the king leonidas of his articles (laughs) (laughs) um i put now, regarding the visuals that I thought they were inconsistent, but at times beautiful. I think there are times where it's it's not necessarily messy. It's hard for me to put a finger on how I described it. Maybe it's just the art style I didn't like when it came to some of the advertisements. Now, this is set in a total futuristic steampunk reality in uh, in Japan. and Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is what I meant to say. <laughs> and it, it... The neon colors are evident. The influence that this movie had on certain franchises like matrix uh deus ex if you're a big gaming fan like deus ex like this looks like the same universe yeah <laughs> like exactly like they have augmentations in a way oh yeah what they call them in deus ex at least yeah um you can hack certain things and it's it's very much that you know i'm waiting for adam jensen to pop up i've always said deus ex is ghost in the shell in america <laughs> it totally totally is and uh i i wrote in my review that i thought this could be a uh, an episodic video game like that would be a great universe for it even in its anime form and telltale games should write it Ooh, i would love that a five episode season same characters oh i would set it right in japan yeah, like a, a cell shaded yes ghost in a shell that'd be really cool would they not be perfect for it with the cell shading art style you are speaking yeah. my language man exactly so telltale get on that i know you're listening hopefully anyway uh so there there's that the tying in with the visuals the soundtrack I, I, I'm always one to look at this when it comes... Maybe it's the, the musical background, but it felt very um, very Mass Effect-like. The, the futuristic, almost like space sounds, like loopy, um, a lot of sound effects as opposed to actual instruments. Mm-hmm. The opening sequence with the choir of voices is the exact same style that you see in the 95 animated film. 
I like that. How did you guys think that that set the tone for the movie? Oh, I thought it matched the tone perfectly. The one thing I feel like this was miss, uh, missing as far as music and audio cues go, where it was, you know, a song by Auriga, who was a singer um, who did original songs for several Ghost in the Shell series. Um, unfortunately, she died a couple years back, so she was she was not able to contribute to this. But I mean, she is synonymous with Ghost in the Shell. If you talk to Ghost in the Shell fans, Trevor, what did you think of it? Uh, how did it go hand in hand, or did it not go hand in hand with the visuals? Yeah, I I thought it went very well with the visuals. Um, I maybe it was the fact that I like left the the theater to go to the bathroom, <laughs> like in the middle of it, which uh, I was, uh, I was Trevor, like trying not to do it. Two ton Trev. Half ounce bladder, like, it just—it was—it uh, was priceless. No, yeah, I thought I thought it was a really good soundtrack. I'm not like huge into into soundtracks sure. unless it's a movie where I know. Maybe like, it's not, yeah, it, it reminded me a lot of Tron. Um, not necessarily Ooh. the Daft Punk part, but definitely like the visuals um, and the the overall feel of the movie. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, um, I'd, I'd I'd have to watch it again to, you know, get the the soundtrack stuck in my head. Um, Scarlett Johansson as Major. Um, everything aside, I thought she did a good job. Yeah. Um, particularly with the little frame of reference I have with the 95 film. Like, uh, she was very monotone for the most part. Uh, not too high, not too low. And that's kind of the uh, mundane nature of the character, it seems like. And that plays into the role of this. There's this idea that she's a human trapped in this body. And I thought that that was exactly what it should have been like I, th- I think she nailed it and that's not an easy role to nail mm-hmm. um i mean what did you guys think of her i thought that that was one of the better parts of the movie was her acting um you know set aside the whole controversy sure surrounding the movie um i, I to be completely honest i don't really i can't really think of another actress off the top of my head that i would immediately um you know put in in that Right, who else would in you, that you role, want in that yeah. role? And especially like seeing her acting from like um from the Avengers and um any of her not even like action movies from just her you know her well-known acting movies. Um she's got the the chops for it. She so, does. Especially for a, a character like that. Uh Jeff, I Again, everything aside, what did you, what did you think of her in the role in the Th- execution? I thought she did a good job. Um I thought she might have been and it's not so much Scarlett Johansson's fault, maybe just the way the character was when I thought Major might have been a little more melodramatic than I would have liked from this. Um, and this could be because I'm a much bigger fan of the two animated series, Ghost of the Shell, Standalone Complex, and Second Gig, where Major is a little more stoic, a little more reserved. Um, you don't see a lot of emotion. Like You don't see weakness out of her in those two animated series, and I feel like we maybe saw a little too much weakness out of the Major in this one thing i did write uh i it sounds funny to say in any other movie but one of my favorite parts was the way she walked it was always consistent in a robotic sense like that she was it was stiff yet there's a brain in there it was hard to explain but like she didn't deviate from that path all movie like if, if you do happen to see it again or maybe if you're listening to this ahead of time and are going to see it like watch pay attention to that like she she moves in a very specific way and Interesting. That, that's an artistic thing to me. Yeah. Uh, whether for sure. it's her own style, whether that was what they decided to do, or maybe they took it from the some of the source material. I thought it was a good job. 
what were some things you maybe didn't like about the film? Uh, for me, I'll say right off the bat, and it's what the film is meant to be. I, I wanted a little more action at times. Uh, what was something that, do you agree with that? Or do you think it was set up the way it should have been? No, I would agree for sure about the action. For the most part, it's fairly forgettable. And I think part of the reason is that um, even though the Major and several other characters who take part in the action are highly cybernetic, I don't feel like you get to see that in many sequences. Right. Like, aside from the last one where she fights the spider tank and, you know, early on where she jumps through the glass while she's, um, you know, camouflaged, I don't feel like you see them use their cybernetic enhancements. For the most part, they're almost acting like just normal humans using, you know, gunplay and martial arts yeah. stuff like that i would have liked to have seen a little bit more of her cybernetic augmentations come into her combat i would have uh, loved that and they yeah. nailed that scene by the way her breaking through the glass yeah oh, no, oh yeah. i mean the, again like you know going back to visuals visually beautiful looks amazing the imagery there is awesome um my other gripe with the film was that you have this really huge cyberpunk world where obviously things are very very intricate a lot of politics in play a lot of science in play and i feel like the conflict felt very very small um, it's basically a war between Section 9 and Hanka Robotics. Um, I don't really feel like, you know, like there was a conflict that was worldly. Like it didn't really feel like the public was in danger necessarily up until the very end where we get, to, you know, we kind of find out what Hanka Robotics is all about. Um, that was a similar gripe of mine to the original movie. However, what the original movie did that this didn't was that the original movie set up section nine a lot more. Like, I don't feel like we got to know section nine in this film at all. I agree. Like yeah. what, what's so aside from the obvious, what's so sinister? What is their motivation here? Why are they doing this? Well, Hank robotics is the one that would be sinister. Section nine would be the majors oh, like counter terrorism group. But yeah, it, same. What regarding that, what was, it's like, you know, I think the anime film in 95 set it up a lot better. Mm-hmm. What, what they're after a little bit, why they're doing these experimentations to a point. And this one, I felt like it's just, here's what it is, and you can just watch it. Yeah. Uh, which is not always bad, but I, I wanted a little more. Like when Chief Aramaki says um, in this movie, we've been burned. He says at one point, like basically now, hey, Section 9 is public enemy number one. I don't feel like there was any impact from that because we don't really know much about Section 9. Like, we know they're a counterterrorism group, but we don't really understand how important they are to this world. It was world. almost non-existent. Yeah. Exactly. Like, okay, like, it's like, okay, yeah, you guys have been burnt, so what? What does that mean for the you know public safety? Yeah, exactly. I, I agree. I, uh, I I wanted a little bit more, and I wouldn't have wanted this to be a longer movie, by the way. Because I, yeah. I felt like it, it was about the extent of... I well, probably would have had to leave again. <laughs> well, I mean, the original animated movie, I think, is only like 85 minutes or something like that. Um, it's not It's not even an hour and a actually half, Actually, 80. Yeah, it's an hour 20. Okay. Hour 20. Right. So, and this was, what, an hour 40, hour 45, something yeah. like that? Yeah, and that's to be expected when you bring it to the uh, big screen like that, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, it's totally different from Japanese-based anime to American-based Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Totally different. And uh, they they streamlined it to a to a point, and I feel like they should have deviated from that path a little bit more. I think they should have brought in the action. They should have made it more of their own story. Well, you you can still stay true to the source material, but um, no real other notable acting performances, really, in my opinion. I I actually really liked um her partner. I can't remember what his name is. Bato. Yeah, I actually really liked that actor. Um, there were a couple parts where. I don't know if it was just like the script or the direction, um, but the you didn't necessarily get that strong of a connection between Bato and the major, and in some parts, in other parts there were, there was an obvious connection. But um, 
I don't know if, like I said, I don't know if that was just like the script or if that was like the the direct their director or what it was, but um, I just got that kind of sense every once in a while. I will say I really like the actor who played um, Chief Aramaki. Yeah, Takeshi oh yeah, K- that guy's Kitano. Awesome. Yeah, he's a very famous actor in Japan. He was in both Battle Royale movies. Um, he is also the character. Uh, I don't know if either of you ever watched Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Oh, on Spike I love TV. that. Yeah. Yes, he is the actual actor from that Japanese is game really? show who oh, dubbed man. over. So that's him. That's um, like one of my favorite shows. Me of all too. MXC is the best. I loved it. Me MXC. and my dad, and my brother used to watch it all the time right and i mean takeshi katato is an amazing actor in you know serious roles and i feel like he was perfect for aramaki he had the look down and he is just cold as ice yeah i thought i thought he did a very good job i loved his little fight scene that it's kind it's kind of like when yoda first fought (laughs) count dooku you didn't expect it yeah you you had no capable yeah you had no idea that like I like that he's got the old school gun. Like yeah, he's got oh, a revolver. He's got the six shooter. Yeah, like, that's actually a really cool feature. That, you know, this is a you know highly advanced cybernetic world, and he's got a you know six bullet revolver. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I like that scene. Did uh, you notice the one actor? Uh, forgive me. He was a bit role, but he was one of the businessmen from The Dark Knight. The guy that uh, Bruce Wayne or Batman kidnaps. He's a either uh, I think he's a Japanese businessman. Oh yeah, really? In uh, the Dark Knight, yeah, he's the yeah. guy who says I'm very good at calculation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, like that guy was in this movie. I didn't catch that <laughs> the whole time. I'm like, it's the Dark Knight guy. That's awesome. Which is like nine years old now, which is crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Dark Knight. Holy you know, nine smokes. years ago. Yeah, but there was one uh, one guy who had a little bit more. He was like in that inner circle in the middle of the movie when there's uh, around the hollow projector. Interesting. <laughs> But uh, just a little bit roll. <laughs> uh, wrapping up, do you see any spot for a sequel in the future with this? In terms of this time frame, this movie, not uh, anime aside. Yeah. With with the way that it's not raking in any money at all, especially for the the amount of money that they put into it, I don't believe that they're gonna do a remake or a, not necessarily a remake, but um, I don't think they're gonna do a sequel. I think there's there's no capacity for it. No, it's, the money, you know, the critical. I would, I would really enjoy it, especially if they fixed the issues that they had with the movie now and then, you know, made it a much more action-centric movie. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I, I could like to see a little bit more of uh, an expanded universe here, but I... I don't yeah, I don't. I don't think it's we're, gonna we're not even to double digits million wise yet. I mean, that's bad. I think this iteration is permanently damaged. I am yeah. happily going back to the anime. Yeah, that's <laughs> my that's my view on it. I, uh, I hate to be that guy, but I'm fine at this point. Never are seeing there any another plan- one. Are there any plans for making another animated movie? Like well, that? what they did was they took I um they took that um five episode series i was talking about earlier that was like 50 minutes each and they cut it down and expanded a little bit so that it could be a 10 episode series and if i'm not mistaken there is a sequel movie to that series which was almost like a reboot of it i think you're right so it's called it was called ghost in the shell arise which was five episodes then they did 10 shorter episodes which was like a retelling of those five episodes called ghost in the shell arise something architecture and then they did a movie in a as a sequel to that and oh. i'm sure they'll do more because these were all very recent ghost of the shell is still going very strong in japan yeah, and it's a good franchise oh yeah it's beloved. It's very popular over it, there yeah it's beloved in japan it's beloved by anime fans worldwide um so i don't see the franchise dying off anytime soon i do see these live action hollywood reboots kind of going the way of the dodo bird but yeah i think uh we we talked in a different spoiler cast this week about kong skull island and how that kind of 
maybe have it, it could have broken the barrier for the audiences here to the general public. I was hoping we were going to get a little bit of that with this because Trevor and I are looking to be, you know, maybe getting into anime a little bit more. And hopefully this was the gateway. And I'm not sure it quite is, uh, you know, and it definitely is not mainstream wise, unfortunately. It definitely, though- it definitely got me interested in it. Because it wasn't, I like through my eyes, it wasn't a horrible, horrible movie. No, um, it wasn't not. like episode one. Right, it's not, it's not bad, but yeah. it just, uh, it, I put in the review, there's nothing remarkable about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, and there's a lot of remarkable stuff that came out the last few weeks. So it was this month, uh, yeah, yeah. It uh, was comp- four other very big name movies came exactly. out. <laughs> Whether that was Kong or Beauty and the Beast, Logan, Power Rangers, even. Like those are really big franchises, and yeah. uh, to have that here, you know, maybe uh, there goes the notebook. Writing the coattails. <laughs> you don't need of that those. notebook. I don't need the notebook. I know everything off the top of my head. Thank you, Seth. <laughs> Thank you, Seth. Uh, it's unfortunate, even with a huge name. Oh, oh, thank you. Eighteenth doctor appointment. Got it. Uh, <laughs> with Scarlett Johansson being, you know, maybe the the leader of that, and she's in so many movies that we all come have come to love. But it was not to be, unfortunately, this time. You got to be more than okay. You got to be more than okay. You got to stand out in the crowd. Yep. Uh, so for thegeekiverse.com, let's go around. We'll uh, promote a little bit of what's going on as we wrap up here. Where can we find you all on social media and what is going on at thegeekiverse.com in your world? Jeff. You can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey Pavs. Uh, on Instagram, Jeff Pavlock. I will soon be doing a review for the Nintendo Switch hardware and then a review for Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Josiah, you will be contributing to both of those as well. Um, and I'll be doing more Nintendo stuff coming out. We got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. We got ARMS. We got Splatoon 2. So I'll be busy. I can't wait. I can't wait. Mario Kart's the next big one for me. Lots of lots of games going on right now. Uh, T-Rev. Uh, I'm on Twitter at... Uh, <laughs> at Tubby <laughs> Trevor... <laughs> <laughs> no at trevor underscore white underscore at, uh, <laughs> i can't at, remember at what I'm, I'm never on twitter so yeah um i don't know there's a bunch of stuff going on i haven't really been doing a ton lately um i am jumping back into it been doing our artwork uh, with jamie yeah artwork so um uh, lots of thumbnails recently yeah check out our uh, march madness bracket it's winding down um it's a nail biter between, you know, Luke and. <laughs> By the time you're hearing this, either Luke, Luke or Link. Link will be eliminated. <laughs> yeah. In <laughs> yeah. either and way, so it's going to be sad. So help me. Go, Luke. I go will Luke. go, Luke. Go, Luke. I am sweating this one out. <laughs> oh, I am too. It's currently a three vote lead for Luke, and I don't like it. Yeah, it's <laughs> not really enough. Uh, yeah, so I am at Josiah D. Leroy, but uh, like I said, there's a lot going on at the Geekiverse in the coming months, so uh, if you are a fan, you will definitely be enjoying that. Uh, uh, most recently this week, we've got a bunch of podcast episodes, and there is Lindy Ruff's appearance. At Lindy. Brought to you by. At Lindy Ruff <laughs> underscore Tubby. <laughs> Hashtag Trevor's a fatty. At uh, Tubby.com. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, uh, so we released uh, episodes, or will, this week on uh, Kong Skull Island. We did, uh, obviously, the Ghost in the Shell. We're doing a Walking Carpet, which is our all Star Wars podcast, and Geeks Got Game, which is our all video games podcast. Uh, you can visit us at thegeekiverse.com for all your latest content. Facebook.com slash thegeekiverse. Twitter and Instagram, we're at the underscore geekiverse. On YouTube, catch a lot of great web content from us, including very soon the Midwest Gaming Classic. Uh, Seth and Nate are headed there to Wisconsin to report on some of the findings and happenings in that area. 
Nickel City Con is happening in Buffalo, New York. So if you're in the area, heck, if you're a few hours away, make the drive in. You could meet Billy D. Williams and William Shatner uh, from our friends at Dave and Adams. Uh, I know I will be in line to meet Billy D. Williams and be like, Billy D., I'm the biggest fan. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, what do we have How here? Could you <laughs> How do you not love that guy? Uh, so there's that. Uh, and yeah, lots going on. Last, last bit of, of uh, a plug here that I have not mentioned all night on all of our podcasts, go to our web store. Uh, support us, thegeekiverse.storeenvy.com. There are some fun t-shirts that you can purchase there, and it would go a long way for us. Yeah, so, send us some ideas for shirts. Absolutely. Uh, submit an idea to us. We could use it. It could be on the next shirt that we produce. Uh, so for Lindy Ruff, uh, for Two-Ton Trev and Pavlok, I'm Josiah. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you soon.